The purpose of this show is solely to provide information for you to make your own decisions on the subjects that are presented. Welcome to the Ben Armstrong Show, folks. So glad that you have joined me. Has God given America the leadership it deserves? Is America's leadership a reflection of its morality? I think so. Foolish beliefs bring forth foolish people. And foolish people create dangerous situations. America is facing many dangerous situations thanks to the foolish people. Who had foolish beliefs? Who were fools who rejected God? And who are the biggest fools of all who even deny that God even exists? The beginning of wisdom is the fear of the Lord. And that is somehow just the basic fear that there is a God. You should have some sort of fear of a holy God. You don't even have that. You don't even have the beginning of wisdom. So you are going to be an unwise person and make foolish mistakes throughout your entire life. That's what you will do. At the same time, you will be told that you're wise by other fools. So it's fools telling other fools that they're wise. That's what happens at Harvard. A bunch of fools tell other fools they're wise. Uh, uh, when a woman's pregnant, she's not really pregnant with the baby. No. Yeah. Wow, you're, you're so wise. I didn't know that. It's not really a baby in the womb. Technically, it's just a fetus. We don't even classify it as a human being. Women don't get pregnant with babies. How crazy is that? Yeah, you're so brilliant. The, uh, climate change, climate change is going to kill us all. Didn't you know? We have to fear climate change. Hasn't climate been changing our whole lives? Oh, never mind that. We have to fear it. But it's fools congratulating other fools on foolish things. And then they give themselves awards and they write books, but they use intellectual words. Therefore, they must be super smart. They're not fools. They can articulate using a broad range of vocabulary. Therefore, they're geniuses. I'm telling you, some of the stupidest people I have ever heard speak have come out of Harvard and Yale and, and the Ivy League schools. And I'm, I'm not teasing about that. They, I, I, I've been amazed by the foolishness of some of those people. All right. So, America is getting the leadership it really deserves because of our morality, our rejection of God. It's just like our corporations. How did our corporations all of a sudden turn into these basically communists that are running the corporations? Well, your morality left, people being godly people have left, secular people take over the schools. Uh, the Ivy League schools then are putting the people who become the CEOs of these companies. They're not the people who built these companies. They take over and then they have their foolish ideals from foolish liberalism. And it's all happening in the exact same generation. So it kind of happened in like a 10 to 15 year period. Boom. It's like every corporation flipped because they're hiring fools. From Ivy League schools who are going to run it all into the ground and are. They, they are running everything into the ground. So that happens in the corporate world. And then 
your politicians. Foolish ideas, anti-God people are going to do stupid stuff when they're in government and they're going to put you in foolish situations to the point where they're so foolish that they don't even know that opening the borders is going to destroy themselves. They think they're bringing America down so that they can have a one-world government, not realizing they're destroying themselves. Do you know how big of a fool you have to be to destroy the place in which you live? It's like they're constantly lighting their own house on fire. That's what Democrats do to America. They're constantly lighting America on fire, constantly trying, I hate America, I hate it. And we're like, you live here. And we are constantly throwing water, trying to, where are they now? Oh, no, they're in the other room trying to light that on fire. Put that fire out. That's what we're doing. And we're at this point where now they're overtaking us and they're lighting things on fire and we can't put the fire out. And now we're looking back and saying, morons, you just killed yourself. That's what it's like dealing with liberals. They're that foolish. They're that stupid. But I blame the American people because the American people have gotten so immoral because the American people have rejected God. This is the leadership you get. Ungodly men. Ungodly men will destroy you. Always. It is always ungodly men. Look throughout all of history. Every single tyrannical leader, every single regime that was evil, that destroyed its own people or destroyed other people have been ungodly men every single time. And you have a country full of ungodly men because you have a country full of ungodly people. But the people think they're godly. That's the other amazing thing. There are plenty of people that think they're they're Christian. They're not. They they acknowledge that Jesus is real. They acknowledge that Jesus is God. They'll give thanks to Jesus as long as Jesus is a magic genie and forgives them of all their sins. And they look at as Jesus as a permission to live as sinful as they want. They can do anything they want because Jesus loves them. That's what they think. That's not turning your life over to God, repenting from your sins, turning away from your sins, and following Jesus' teachings. They don't follow Jesus' teachings. They acknowledge Jesus. They'll pray to Jesus. They'll say, Jesus blessed me. They're not saved. They're not Christian. They're not following. Those are the people that the Bible specifically says will stand before him and say, but Lord, Lord, didn't I? I prophesied in your name. I said stuff. I, I was there. I believed in you. And he's going to say, depart from me. I never knew you. Never knew you. Those are important words. They never came to him. They never repented. They only like him because he can be whatever they want him to be. And they ignore the parts of the Bible that they don't like. Because those very same people, if you tell them, okay, so then condemn homosexuality and say it's evil and it's a sin and condemn sex outside of a marriage. Go ahead and do it because Jesus did. So I want you to. And they won't. Well, that part, that part, they can't. All of a sudden, they can't follow the God they say they're following because they're not following him. So you've got a whole bunch of fake Christians in America who think that they're following Jesus, but they don't really think so. They just think Jesus is this, I can do whatever I want. Jesus is a ticket to sin as much as possible. Jesus makes it so I can sin even more. Do you know how awful that is? That's also called taking God's name in vain. A lot of people think that that commandment is talking about swearing. Do not take God's name in vain. It's it's a lost in translation. The, the actual translation is do not carry God's name in vain. Now think about that. Do not carry. What does that mean? Not take. Carry 
God's name in vain is the proper translation. But we translate it as take from the King James Bible. It should have been carry. Carry means to proclaim God when you don't have God. Like when Nancy Pelosi proclaims God, let's say she proclaims God in a bill where she's pushing abortion. They do stuff like that. You know, pure evil. The people that proclaim God and they're living in sin and then they run around proclaiming Jesus, you're breaking that commandment. You're carrying Jesus's name in vain. You're proclaiming you have him when you don't. It's That's an egregious, awful sin. So a lot of you always thought, well, God's so picky about, you can't even say his name. That's not what it was about. That's a mistranslation. You have not been taught properly. I st still think you need to respect Jesus's name. I don't. I, I think that can be part of it, but that that's a minute. This is talking about carrying God's name, waging war and saying, God told you to do it when God never told you to do it. God wasn't involved in that. And you said God was. You carried God's name in vain. Do you see how much more powerful that commandment is? Do you see how many people break that commandment and they don't even know that they are? Yeah, but they'll stand before God because it doesn't matter that they don't know. It, they do know. It's in their heart deep down. Deep down, they know they're falsely saying things that aren't true. Deep down, they know. Or else God wouldn't be able to judge them if they, if they didn't. Let me get to uh, Grant Stinchfield. I, uh, I actually have a lot to get to, so let's jump right into it. The Biden administration still says climate change is the number one threat. Now, I started out, has God given America the leadership it deserves? Think about all the people that have just embraced climate change. Yeah, this is the leadership you deserve. If you believe in climate change, you deserve this stupidity. Biden administration now, here's John Kirby again talking about still the real threat, not even realizing Islamic terror is a bigger threat than they're still going down the climate change road just days after this massacre in Israel. Climate change is an existential threat. It can, you know, it actually threatens and is capable of wiping out all human life on Earth uh, over time. I mean, that's I don't know how more existential you can get to that. But that doesn't mean that we walk away from our obligations, our national security interests in very dangerous parts of but the John, world. You mentioned he, he said it was more frightening than a nuclear war. Is that it's more frightening than a nuclear war in this moment? The president believes wholeheartedly that climate change is an existential threat to the all of human life on the planet. That's just science. Jihadist Islamic terrorists did. These people are so out of line. Joe Biden has a barbecue on Sunday. He doesn't take questions today from the media. You got John Kirby telling us climate change is an existential threat. Meanwhile, Islamic holy warriors are running around the world trying to kill anybody who doesn't agree with them. And chopping babies' heads off. You know, they chop those children's heads off. That's what you're dealing with. And, and this guy has the goal, knowing that that's occurring, to talk about climate change is still the number one threat. Fools. You're entering World War III, and that's the leadership that's supposed to take you through World War III. That's the leadership you think is going to protect you if we get attacked? You think they're going to respond? You think they're going to ever fire a nuclear? Even if they knew who hit us, they wouldn't fire a nuclear missile. It's like against their liberalism religion to use a nuclear weapon. They will never fire one. They will never give the order 
and you will have our enemies give the order and you will sit there and watch because God has given you the leadership. I'm talking about America as a whole, not, not you personally. You guys probably don't deserve it. But as a whole America, God has given you the leadership you deserve. They're not going to protect you. They're fools. But you've lived a foolish life by rejecting God. And now you have people who've rejected God as your leaders. And godless men are idiots. They're fools. They don't have any wisdom in anything. You can tell them anything and they will believe anything as long as it's not God. I could tell them an alien came and abducted me and they would believe me way before they would ever believe in Jesus. And I could totally make it up and lie. And they'd, they'd want to believe it. They'll believe anything. They believe you came from a monkey. They, they go to the zoo and look at monkeys and say, that's where you came from. That's your uncle right there. Did you know you came out of a monkey? Explain how, how come there's never been a monkey in all of human history turning into a human being? How come I don't ever go to the zoo and the monkey's halfway changed into a human being? Oh my gosh, this monkey's halfway changed. Evolution is so stupid as the stupidest theory ever. Fish crawl out of the ocean and grew legs. And uh, it knew it had to survive, so it grew lungs and, and it breathed. Well, guess what? You need a male and a female. And they'll say it takes a billion years. This is why you don't see it. A billion years for this occur. Okay, so a billion years, you have to have a male and a female. Think of how big the world is to crawl up on the exact same beach at the exact same time, both evolve at the exact same. If one evolves 30 days, let alone 1 million years or a thousand years later, they can't mate and evolution falls apart and completely dies. Just from that alone. It would be so fragile, it could never make it. It is the stupidest theory you have to be a moron to believe in evolution. And guess what? Almost every Ivy League professor believes in evolution. They're morons. They are the stupidest people who walk the planet. They have degrees that they've given themselves. Oh, you can memorize things in a book. Congratulations. Yeah, you'll beat me on a test memorizing things. I don't even proof of any wisdom. So you have a great memory. You're automatically smart. Oh, this guy can memorize things in a book. But if I ask him, is that woman pregnant with a baby? No. Are we all going to die because of uh, car cows farting and SUVs? Is that what warms the earth? Not the sun. The sun has nothing to do with the warmth of the earth. It's cow farts we have to worry about. Yeah, yeah. You got to worry about cow farts. And you're a Harvard professor? And I'm supposed to respect you, but I can memorize things. I got, I, I, you give me a test and tell me to study and I can memorize and I can get 100% on that test. Congratulations, you're still a fool. I, I can't understand why people respect those people. People respect people who know how to memorize. For some reason, they're automatically geniuses. Wow, you can memorize things, you're a genius. No, you're not. You're great at memorizing things. That can be used in certain career paths to where that's great and other people can't do it. So you could be very useful in areas in which other people can't be useful, but it doesn't make you better. It doesn't make you smarter. And many times it does make you more foolish because you get a big head and you think and people listen to you as if you're an actually smart person. 
when you're not. And guess what? These professors, they know they're frauds. Deep down, they know. Ben's right. I'm not really anything special. They know that. They know that deep down. They're shocked that people say that they are. Mm, it galls me. You're saying, you're really attacking the professors. Yeah, because our society holds them up like fools. So we get what we deserve. And I'm trying to knock them down. Stop holding fools up as heroes. They're not. Why don't you hold up a true hero? Somebody that won the Purple Heart or something. How about someone who didn't go to college and invented and built a business and a massive corporation and had major things? Those people you could look up to. Anyways, let me get to the next cut I have for you. This is still from Grant Stinchfield's show. Lieutenant uh, General, who's retired William Boykin, talking about the state of our military. We have the leadership we deserve, I believe. God has given us leadership. A bunch of fools running our military as well. I believe that what we have done is we have built a military that is far more focused on uh, the proper use of pronouns and uh, and those types of things, the history of critical race theory and, and, and a lot of things that have nothing to do with preparing for war. And now what we've got is we've got an army that doesn't know how to fight. We've got an army that has to be retrained to have our very best foot forward. And I think that that in itself is uh, tells you a lot about the priorities of this this commitment that uh, is being made to our soldiers to teach them all of this woke nonsense. And uh, as a result of that, I think that we're in a deep slide and, and it's got to be turned around. And that's why I, I came out against CQ Brown as, as the chairman of the Joint Chiefs, because he is at the top of the stack in terms of people that... Uh, that are pushing this critical race theory and inclusion and all of those things and uh, and see what it does to help us. We better get over this, get it behind us, make it a historical piece and get on with trying to train our troops to, to fight. Well, General Boykin, I don't have to tell you, you know, one of the reasons I've been having you on my programs for years is because I have such great respect for you. Of course, I've been reading what you say and, and uh, that's why I think your voice is so important in this battle. Let me play a clip uh, from President Biden today, Joe Biden, um, on American hostages. I want to get your response because words matter here. And he chose his words, I believe, very carefully and on purpose. Take a listen to this. This is a cut 22. We now know that American citizens are among those being held by Hamas. I've directed my team to share intelligence and deploy additional experts from across the United States government to consult with and advise Israeli counterparts on hostage recovery, recovery efforts. Because as president, I have no higher priority than the safety of Americans being held hostage around the world. General Boykin, that's the commander in chief of the most powerful fighting force on earth. And he dispatched people to share information consult and advise i want our americans back and i want the hamas terrorists dead but you're not going to get it because you got a fool running the country he doesn't want to do anything it's unbelievable and then you have kamala harris in the background folks that image is of the two this is this is not even me exaggerating the, the, history will argue not just how foolish 
Joe Biden is, because there's a difference between stupidity and being fool, foolish, too. But these people are not only foolish and have n- no godliness in them, but Kamala Harris and Joe Biden are probably the two stupidest, literally stupidest politicians in the history of America. And there's one standing as president and one standing as vice president. These people have, there's almost nothing behind their eyes. And because they can read a teleprompter is the only way they even function. If they didn't have a teleprompter, they couldn't even function. And that's not a joke. Joe Biden couldn't function and neither could Kamala Harris without a teleprompter. And whenever they try to function without a teleprompter, it's always a disaster. They show how dumb they are every single time. And we're, we're talking about people that are, I'm sorry, there has to be some d- dumb people in the world. There has to be smart people, people in the middle and dumb people. They are definitely on the bottom rung. So God gave you maybe the two stupidest politicians ever in the history of America. Uh, the two biggest fools are running the country. Now, you'll say, well, they're not really running the country. The people, doesn't matter. They are, though. They're still propped up. It still takes Joe Biden to make the call and to respond in a World War III scenario. They could tell him, hey, Joe, we need you to do this. And Joe could be like, I don't know. I need prune juice first. Joe, this is, we got 10 seconds, man. You need to do something. Why? Well, I, I ain't going to get there in 10 seconds. Well, what is this? What are you talking about? Oh, 10 seconds. Boom. It's over. You've got fools. And for them to be this bad, this awful, it is supernatural. It is God. God allows the leaders to rise, even when they cheat and steal, even when they don't earn it. Even when they obtain power by evil means, God allows it. Why did he allow it? In America. Why did he allow these fools to become leaders of America? Clearly, because they're going to be there for the judgment of America is what it looks like to me. Real quick, let me squeeze in Sam Faddis, who is on the war room. Your immediate question as an American ought to be, how long until Gaza happens here? And the answer is, uh, only by the grace of God did it not already happen. Millions of people, obviously, as you pointed out, we're not saying all of these people are terrorists. But when you give up control of your border, and people need to understand that there is no border control, and there are no meaningful checks. So There is no, I, I'm out of time, border control checks. Do you know that 80% of those who would patrol the border are now been called back just to process. So they're, they're not even patrolling the border. Only 20% of the border is being pa- patrolled. That's real. You have no border security whatsoever at this moment in time. When you're seeing what's happening in Israel, it's already too late. They're already in, they've already set up. It's just when folks, Jesus is the way, the truth and the life. No man comes to the father except through him. I love you guys. Get right with God, because we don't know what's going to happen. See ya! Hey guys, don't forget to subscribe and hit that like button. 
Hey guys, straight from the New American Magazine, the essential source for freedom-loving Americans, obviously, you gotta check out Beyond the Cover. What is that? Well, the New American Magazine, of course, has a cover, and you wanna go beyond that, right? But beyond just the cover story, but all the articles in there, you will find interviews and deeper insight from the people who contribute to the New American Magazine and go deeper and beyond the cover. That's with host Gary Benoit. So go ahead and check it out right at the newamerican.com. Go now.